Hey, you guys. While we were waiting for our guest to log in, um, we started talking about a bunch of weird shit, and then our guest, turns out, didn't have good enough Wi-Fi, and so we weren't able to have a show again this week. I'm so sorry. Um, so here's the awful conversation that we had when uh, we were recording before the show. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. The reason why I remember the Chia Kids' disappearance and murder... Yeah which was 31 years ago, I found out today. It's like the, on uh, on My Favorite Murder, they're always talking about your hometown, like the hometown murder yeah. that happened when you were, that you remember. Yeah, the Chias were a big one. Yeah, well, but when I was a kid, I happened to be homeless during that period of time, and the and the FBI picked me up to question me about the Chia Kids murder. Oh, wow. They were kind of in Old Sparks. This is kind of where it happened. Were they Green Beret or uh, Sullivan or something? No, it was, no, it was, uh, I, I just read this today. I was like, man, I should look that up because I've never looked it up. And, uh, and sure enough, they were at, uh, no, it was Talbot and Redfield. So it's over by like Moana and the Walmart. Yeah. Meadowood. Like, yeah. That's where they disappeared from where their apartments were that they lived at. Huh. So I looked it up today and it turns out that the kids were, uh, kidnapped the day after the earthquake that flattened the Nimitz Freeway in San Francisco. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, wow. The World Series earthquake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that I, earthquake was the day before the kids disappeared. But that earthquake, oh, crazy. I, a friend of mine and I, I was homeless, but I was living off a friend, living off a friend. So I had a friend who was like a year older than me who was just like paying my way and making me like do his laundry and shit. And so, mm -hmm. um, and I was like, yeah, whatever. If I don't have to get a job, I'm cool with this. And so he and I, he was like, well, let's go take a trip to your grandparents' house and go see California and go up to San Francisco and, and go to the head shops and have a good time on Telegraph Avenue. And, and so we went and did that. We were in Petaluma. Then we went to San Francisco. Then we drove back across the Nimitz Freeway. And tw 25 minutes later or whatever, when we're walking up to the door of my grandparents' house, you felt the whole ground shake. Even yeah. in Petaluma, you could feel it. And I was like, what was that? And they're like, we just had an earthquake. Because they were like, this happens all the time. So I was on that freeway 30 minutes before it collapsed. So that was like a thing I never forgot. And then we go back to Reno that's the wild. next day. And that's the day that the kids disappeared. So I was like house hopping at different places. And I stayed, the, I was at some place where this friend of mine, he was like, yeah, you know, I know a bunch of Satanists. And if they don't find those kids by Halloween, they won't ever find them. And he just said something like that at the party, like like he's got this inside knowledge. And at the time, I was just like, you're a fucking dumbass. I mean, in my head, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, we all know Satanists, sure. You know, and it just uh -huh. seemed like something dumb that a high school kid would say, right? Because we were all 17. Yeah. And so then a couple nights later, I'm house hopping at another friend's house. I tell him that, and he and I was just like, I'm getting drunk at his house. I'm like, yeah, and they, this guy said that if they don't find him by Halloween, they'll never find him. And they were kidnapped in October. So this had to be yeah. like a few days yeah. Before I Halloween, World Series and that earthquake vividly, dude. And that's the that's the Chia kids were stolen the next day, but that wow. friend of mine heard that story and he just decided to call secret witness, ah. and said this guy Rick um, knows where the Chia kids are. <laughs> so I got fucking followed uh. by the FBI for days, during which time I was smoking weed in parking lots and house hopping from place to place, and then they picked yeah. me up at this dude's <laughs> house. Another gay friend whose house I was staying the night at, and they at three o'clock in the morning they bang on his door, wake up his family, and drag me off to like this nice. green painted room with a light bulb yeah. and like just like in the movies, and ask me yeah. a bunch of questions, and I'm like, hey, they decided at three in the morning they had enough to get you, right, dude? You, you remember? 
Remember in in uh, a Christmas story where uh, Ralphie sells out his friend for telling him the f bomb, and then you hear the mom on the other end beating the shit out of the kid. Yeah. Oh, right. You you know the minute the FBI dragged you off, the mother went, see, and this is what you get for hanging out with degenerates like that Richard Spagnola. It was true. I told you. It was true. I called him back later and was like, and he said, my mom was just worried nice about you. Nice girls don't wear cha-cha shoes. Fucking A, so, you know. Are the is still missing? Oh, so you don't know how the story ended. Because no, no, I, no. I had forgotten because I literally stopped following it. And then after that, I got my first place, got my first job, and just began living my life um, within a few months. But in uh, it was nine months after they were missing. So they were missing in October. So I think it was July the next year. Um, they found their skeletal remains. A uh, Caltrans worker found them off a, 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 like a 60 minutes outside of Reno. On like this, on like like a little pull outside of the road place. Huh. So well, I just read that had today. Been the whole time throughout the winter and right, shit. they had yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, skeletal remains. I guess that means that they, yeah, they, been they were making arrest. No, and so uh, just last year, the Reno Gazette Journal had a thirty years later. Can you help solve this cold case? Thirty in the last thirty years, a lot of people in Northern California have been convicted and found have been serial killers. Now, there's been quite a few. I can't name them all. I don't follow it that close. But Golden I State Killer got popped because yeah. he got 23 and me. And soon after that was the Dugard thing up at South Tahoe. Yeah, that was yeah. right around the time I got yeah, And that guy was frequently going back and forth between Antioch and Reno. And they said that another near the place where he the bodies were dumped, that there was a, a guy that had tried to kidnap two kids unsuccessfully, like uh, like a few, like around that same time. So it could have been somebody who lived near there. Who knows? But dude, that's so it's so I didn't I didn't even know what happened. I'd never paid any attention after that. And and my life at that point I just stopped paying attention to any media. But I just looked that up today and it turns out that they're still still unsolved. There was a guy who asked for ransom money who knew them for some reason and he served like nine years for asking for ransom money, but they could never pin him to the crime. They thought that he was just it trying to get money, scam. yeah, but the, yeah. but who knows? And then he disappeared, yeah. and his his white van disappeared. A white Volkswagen van was seen near the place where they dumped the bodies. Hmm. So it looks like he might have done it and served nine years for extortion, but didn't get nailed with the murder. And they wanted to search that vehicle even now, years later. But they can't find it. And they can't find him. So creepy as fuck, huh, you guys? Absolutely. Wow, you guys. So that's just like I just like pieced together a bunch of stuff from that period. It was only a six month period that I was homeless, but it's like all kind of a blur. Well, that's all pretty memorable when you get followed by the FBI and taken interrogated and you're a suspect in a national uh, yeah. news event. And, or maybe I, I bet I was a person of interest. I was one of the tips. You know how you, they uh, say, they always say like in a murder investigation, we got thousands of tips and we tried to follow all those leads. I was one of those leads. <laughs> Yeah, and they followed me for days, and I was like smoking weed in parking lots, and and I remember when they were interviewing, when they were interrogating me, the guy saying stuff like, you know, we've talked to a lot of your friends, and it seems like you're kind of like 
above everybody that you're like in control of things and that you know what's going on and looking back on it now it was like <laughs> and at the time i was like where the fuck do you get the idea that i know what's going on because i don't feel you're, like that you, at all you successfully yeah. cultivated the mystique you were trying to throw <laughs> no, off uh, no uh, i don't i don't your, your friends were all yeah i don't really know rick probably does know <laughs> but Rick, Rick but knows where all the drug, See, uh, uh, parties are. And looking not, back not on it, drugs looking officer. back on it now, I felt like because I at the time I thought I thought what a bunch of bullshit. Why is he telling me that? I really think he was trying to boost my ego into making me feel important so that I would give them the secret information. Yeah, damn right about the satanic can. cult. And the guy yeah. kept saying it was the Carmela people or the Carmel people or something. And then I was all, and then one day I was all Carmel of Reno the, out on, that had like some monastery yeah. out yeah, on the end a bunch of, 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 of plum. Like high level nuns. Right. And he made it sound like that it was, in, it was something to do with, he used some name that sounded like that. I don't think it was related to the nuns. I don't even know. And he was like referring to like it was some cult. I don't know. They've got this underground satanic ring where they're sacrificing kids and making well, bathtub queso fresco. Remember right above the Carmelo <laughs> Reno. Did you ever go to that spot that where there was like an altar up above that over there? No. But the sun worshiper spot. There's like a spot like on the hill that was fenced off and you have to like park your car and walk up to it if you want to smoke weed or whatever. And it's, is it still like, there? It was like these tables. No, there's a house on that property now, but for uh, years. Nick, do you ever go up there to the Sun Worshipper spot up there off, uh, the off end of East Plum? The end of Plum, right yeah. before you hit McCarran. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, you'd have to like, you'd probably already be high and drunk when you got there. Then you had to park and go barbed wire fence and then walk up to this thing where you could be at this altar. And there was always like. Mm, I might be thinking of a place. They said it was like druids or something out there. Okay, so there was like a thing about, but then this was during Satanic Panic when like we all thought everything was caused by Satanists that were working in secret. Yeah. And the well, that, reality this, was there was absolutely was. nothing. Uh, I think these people in, in West Reno were just like rich people who wanted to like sunbathe at like this thing. But since it was there was no signs or anything, and there was these altars that were built up to like lay people's bodies on, people were always like, yeah, it's Satanists and, and Druids and. So there was like there was a thing over in that area about yes. that. Yeah, Holy and shit! Carmelo Reno, and it, where the Carmelo Reno was, if you just drove up about another half mile up on that hill, is where that spot was. Now that whole property, there's a big mansion, and, and it's all fenced off too. So. And does it have Those evil juju? Carmel people. Does it have evil juju from where uh, people were sacrificed? Probably not. Uh, I haven't been up there in a while. Mark and Holly live up there. Damn! So I had no idea that that. I and I remember him saying something about the Carmel something. And I and the cops are asking me, and I'm like, I'm, mm. and I kept telling them, I'm like, this fucking friend of mine is full of shit. There's no way this is real. I'm really sorry that you guys came all the way out here, but and then they found out who that guy was, and they went and dragged him from his friend's house. As I was leaving the interrogation, I could have swore I saw like him in another room through glass being led into an interrogation. I never saw that kid again either, so I'm sure that he's like thinks that I called secret witness and I wanted to be like, no, dude, I knew you were full of shit. I would never call secret witness. I, you know. So after that, did you start big time on your friends? Like I heard you guys think I'm the boss. So why don't you guys go give me a fucking sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> the FBI said, you guys think I'm a pretty big deal. Yeah. So dude, it's funny. Cause I was, I was the kid that like never had weed, but wanted to smoke yours. Like I was the kid yeah, who's like, like hey, hey, I got I got a pipe if you guys got some weed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. Exactly. Or like or like, hey, I need a ride. Do you have a car? 
can you take me to blah blah blah? Like I was such a fucking user. I piece can't of shit. pay you for gas money, but um, I can thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't have shit. Can I sleep at your house? I'm homeless. I was really like just a homeless seventeen year old kid, like living from mm-hmm. couch surfing from place to place, which yeah, is rad. So. Reno in the nineties and eighties was a great. Oh yeah, couch surfer. <laughs> It was a good time. It was a good time for couch surfing. Oh, that went on six months, and only twice did I have to sleep outside of a house. Once in an abandoned mine shaft, and uh, and once in the back of somebody's truck. I I once slept on the roof of um, Resurrection Records. Oh, that's over rad. there. Uh, I woke up on the roof of the blue uh, lamp a few times. The roof of the blue lamp, you said. Nice. <laughs> Well, this isn't happening. Um, God damn it. I think you should save this some of this little chat, especially your little story about your run-in with the FBI, and that should be our episode. <laughs> yeah, let's publish it. Seriously. <laughs> well, for all of us here at The Worst Little Podcast, Chewy, Rick, Nick, Kim, and Ian, I am the Reverend Rory Dowd saying, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Good night, ladies. We're talking out of our ass.